Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened with Ashley and Crystal. I'm Ashley. And I'm Crystal. And this is episode four. Wow, four already. Four. Feels like 40. Feels like 40. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Because it feels like, it feels like it's just been a lot since... We downloaded Anchor mm-hmm. and was like, we're about to be serious about this. Yeah, because we have been talking about it for a long time. Right, right. Probably it, ever since the Myrtle Beach trip. Oh my God. Which was when I was pregnant with Emery, which was three years ago, 2016. Yeah. Why? Why does it always take us a half a whole fucking day to get somewhere <laughs> We drive. That, that trip was, was only the, supposed to be Myrtle Beach. Let me see. That trip was supposed to be 10 fucking hours. It took us 14 hours to get there. We left at, <laughs> <laughs> I remember we left at four o'clock and we probably didn't get there till three or four in the morning. That didn't make no damn sense. I don't even know why. Remember when we, that part of North Carolina that we was driving Jasper? through? Jasper? Is that Jasper with the... I'll never the, forget it. It was like the town Wait, was I don't dead. Know it, I know, I don't, I know whatever it was, it began with a J, but I don't know if it was Jasper, but it was a J one. But it was nobody there, yeah. It was nobody there. That town was fucking dead. Yeah. It was, it was scary as shit. The cornfield. Yeah. That was scary. No, that was South Carolina. I said we getting ready to get burnt. No, no, because Myrtle's in South Carolina. But right at the, at, right at the end of North Carolina... Like, right at the end. Okay, you know what? Because this is p- pissing me off. Let me say something real quick. If you guys hear something <laughs> in the background, thumping, <laughs> loud noises, slamming, talking, it's my new neighbors. They've been living downstairs for 72 hours and have already made an enemy out of me. Like, they're getting on my fucking nerves. But oh, we're just going to move forward. Yeah, so, yeah, um, we always do that. But anyway, we'll we'll talk about that because we got more more trips, more trips to, yeah. to come or whatever. But, yeah, yeah episode four. Um, Thank you guys for listening to us all this time. And yeah, if you're still here, thanks. Yep, we appreciate it, and we appreciate you. <laughs> we do, we do. Thank you. So, um, what was your weekend like? So I had a couple things going on. I went to two parties. One was a house party. It was my cousin's wine. She had like a wine party. It was cute. And then um, the other one, I went to an all white and silver party for somebody's, for this girl's 40th birthday, which was nice too. So, um, you know, I got a girl. No, I didn't know her, but I went with my friend Sharon. Shout out to Sharon. If you listening, shout out. Hey girl. Um, Yeah. I went with her, and it was really nice. It was very grown and sexy, really classy. You look really pretty. Thank you. You did. Thank you, you look so really, much. really pretty. I tried to. You know, I, I really, believe it or not, I really don't like getting dressed up. I have to get dressed up for work, and it gets on my nerves. I'm more of like a t-shirt, leggings, and slippers type of girl, but mm-hmm. I got dressed up and everything, so I felt nice. Um, Everybody looked so nice. Sharon looked really nice, so I had a good time. What was the vibe like? Oh my God! It was grown and sexy. Where was it? Except at? for this one damn lady. Where was it at? It was in Middletown, where I oh, live. Oh okay. At, oh okay. In Delaware. Okay. Yeah, it was like in the middle of nowhere. It was in a it was in a so called heated tent, but it was cold as shit in there. 
<laughs> my toes felt like they was gonna fall off, but it was so nice. Mm-hmm. It was really, really nice. So um, I had a good time. Oh, that's what's up. What about you? What did you do? I didn't do anything. I cleaned up. I prepared for Christmas. I finished the tree. I went um, gift shopping, which I fucking hate. Like, I hate mm. it. I hate. Oh I God. love like holidays where you come together and you be with your loved ones, like whatever it is, like whether it's your friends, your family, whatever. But I hate gift shopping for my family. Why? Specifically my immediate family. Because, okay, for one, like, my mom is not one of those women to where I could just give her jewelry or, or things like that. Like, she's she loves shit like Home Depot. <laughs> um, she dead ass told me, well, Crystal, I would just love it. You know I love Dollar General. I, just give me a gift card. I'm like, Mom. <laughs> Geraldine, my mom will sit up here and tell me, I don't want anything, but, you know, I just want to spend time with my family. That's all I want. February come around, you know you ain't get me a damn thing for Christmas, and I forget I didn't even get a card. I didn't even. Get, did you? Didn't you not just say that you, you didn't want nothing, nothing to spend time with right. your family? You just said that, and now all of a sudden you want to try to throw this in my face that I ain't get you nothing. Well, no, listen, my mom. I learned is, my lesson. My mom is serious. She always. So I'm, I'm. I tell them I put out a family text, and I ask them, you know, hey guys, um, tell me what y'all want for Christmas. Da da da. I had nobody said nothing. Now they want to talk about everything in this damn. That's why mm-hmm. I, I turned the group chat off mm-hmm. because they want to talk about everything except what's important, what which, I is, just which is you? my issues. Exactly. Right? What I just asked you. So I, so I, I sent a group chat. I sent a message in the group chat, like a real corporate one that said, you know, um, on November twenty fifth. I sent a message asking what you would guys like for Christmas. You have yet to respond. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, as of this day, I have yet to receive a response. <laughs> you know, please respond accordingly if you would like to receive something on Christmas. Right. Otherwise, you ain't getting shit. Because I got big girl bills and exactly. I have things I have to do. Like, come on, y'all. So my dad replied back. My brother going to tell me, I just want, you know, love and hugs for my family. So I respond, that's exactly what you want to get. <laughs> and my mom is... Say less. Right. My mom is... She's super simple. Like, one year, me and my brother, um, we went in together, and we bought her a portable weed whacker, because that's what she wanted. <laughs> when I tell you, it was tears in this lady's eyes oh when she God. opened that shit. And she, to this day, still has it. She does all the yard work. Well, I mean, not like the mowing and shit. She got people that come by and does that. Mm-hmm. But she's she loves stuff like that. Gardening, you know, like mm-hmm. planting the, the vegetables. And, and go. she loves doing it. So my mom is difficult. Well, my dad, he's pretty like, he's real super basic when it comes to stuff. Like, mm-hmm. But my dad's more so like an action person too. So it's whatever. My brother has everything can get it's like i mean not really on this level but you know like did you see the video where cardi b was like what do i get the man who can have everything well offset i did she was like okay so his birthday just passed and she's like what do i get you you have everything she gave this man five hundred thousand dollars she over <laughs> right right oh, oh. oh wow oh right so not really on that level mm-hmm. you know obviously for he nor i but i feel like that with my brother like what can i get somebody who every year literally leaves the country for two weeks at a time wow this nigga goes to greece 
Yeah, he's, he's in Australia. Everywhere. He's been everywhere. He popped Thailand. up. He, and he popped up in Morocco on this 30th. Like, yeah, you know, you don't got to give me a cake. I'm, I'm just like, going to go to Africa. Like, right, like, right. Like, 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 what do I do for the men yeah. that can do anything for himself? So, shit, we play a ball game. If you tell me you just want hugs, you get Right. No That's problem. It, but that was it. I really didn't do anything other than that. Other than that. But, um, so the other party that you went to, though. How was that? Okay. You know, you know I'm living through you because I'm not partying. Yeah. So this this month is full of little little exciting events that I gotta go to. So, um, I went to a wine. It was like it was so cute. It was like everybody bought two bottles of wine. Like that was the guests, theme. Of the party? Yeah, that was the theme. Everybody had to bring two bottles of wine that they never had before. Oh my fucking god! Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was so. It was such a cute idea. Wait, are you talking about someone's so's party? So oh. remember we was talking about the party. Your cousin's party. Kawana? Yeah. My cousin Kawana, yeah. That was the theme? Yeah. Oh, my fucking... What? Yes. I should have a party like that. It, is, it was so cute. That she had so, so many fun. people there. You talk about getting lit. Literally. And I was. I was. I remember that. <laughs> I was. That, that was the problem. So, when I first got there... Now, this is my problem. I'm extremely shy, extremely shy, like especially around people that I don't know. I will literally sit in the corner and just sit there and I'll look at my phone or, or play with my hands or do something <laughs> stupid, you know, because I don't, I feel like I don't know what to say or, or how to interact with people and I'm trying to get out of that, but it's just, it's always how I've been. So for a good part of the night, I sat in the damn corner by myself. And my cousin kept coming over there checking on me. And I'm right. like, I'm just waiting for somebody to come through that I know. Like somebody. Because I'm going to be so extra when they come through. I want them to stay with me all day. Like, hey, yes, yes. I'm going to just try to think about everything to talk, to talk to them about. So somebody I knew did wind up coming. And she was talking to me. So I felt like I was all included in the group. Because by right. this time it was packed. Everybody laughing, joking or whatever. Um, and then... Um, we were, you know, we talked or whatever. We was, she was interacting with me. She was like, "Stop being so anti," and I was like, "I'm literally not being anti. I want to interact with y'all, but I don't know anybody here, so I don't know what to do. You know, I don't want to be that girl in the party who's like, oh, who is that, and why right. is she being extra? Like, I'm not trying to be that." Did you Did you feel that same way at the other party? No, which is weird because okay. I didn't know a goddamn soul in there except my friend Sharon, and then I ran into somebody that I work with randomly i didn't even know she was going do you think you felt that way because so the other party because that almost kind of sounds like a house party so what, it was more the, intimate right so the wine the wine party was a house party it was my cousin's house party uh-huh. and then the other party was like it's like a party in a tent yeah where it was just a whole bunch of people right i saw the one picture and it, and that's what it looked like it really looked like an event yeah it was like yeah. a little, like a 40th birthday party so it was nice but i was still nervous because I, we got there early, so it wasn't too many people, which made me feel a little bit more at ease. But when I walk into somewhere where it's packed, for some reason, I just feel like somebody looking at me, judging me. Like, somebody is saying <laughs> something is wrong with her. Like, And I hate feeling like that because I know, I know when I'm sitting down and I see somebody walk in, I really don't pay them no attention. And I'm sure nobody else is paying me no attention. But I just feel like somebody is like... It's like all eyes on you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look oh at her God, damn dress. Oh, my God. Why she Cause, wear them cause, fucking shoes? Yeah. Why Why she wear them shoes? Oh, my God. Her dress is short. Because my dress was shorter than I usually oh, wear it. Okay. And I'm like... And so then, it always, everybody was nice and classy. Except this one lady. She had... she, And then, 
her dress was so short it literally came up to her cooch literally it was a coochie cutter dress mm-hmm. it had like little sequins on it she looked like one of them older ladies that's still trying to be young because she came in there with a young boy like he oh, was God. he was young and he's up there holding her hand and they all walking through whatever and I'm just sitting up here thinking in my head like, Sharon, look at her, look at her, look at her. So I feel like I'm getting them same type of reactions, but my oh, dress wasn't okay. like that. But on top of that, she's walking all around the tent because she wants to be seen. Right. She had a tattoo of a damn um, music note on the side of her eye. <laughs> I was just like, this lady is crazy. And I know people was talking about her because I could hear little things, but I was just like, that's what I don't want. And I feel like whenever I go somewhere, it's somebody saying something about me. And I know that's not the case most of the time. I'm not going to say they don't. Right. But it just always makes me hesitant about going to events with a large amount of people. Do you feel like that all the time? Yeah, when it's people I don't know. In any type of event, like if you go to like... A concert, maybe if you go like for this is the time of year where you can't fucking go to the damn gas station yeah. without it be twenty people in a parking lot. Like you, you know what? Like that everywhere, it's mainly around men. Mm. I will not to this day. I have a son. He's seven. I have not stepped foot in a barber shop because I am terrified, terrified of going in the damn barber shop with him. I'm trying to learn how to cut my son's hair by myself so I don't have to go in there to take him to the barbershop. Okay, well, okay, so I see that. I see that from two ends. Okay. So on the the good side, and I don't want to say it's like a good versus bad, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to say on the the positive side, (laughs) it's not really a difference. You're saving money. It's cost effective. You guys are obviously going to bond because it'll be like, mommy cuts my hair and you you can talk. And if he continues to love it throughout the time he grows up, that'll just be, you know, y'all thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. On the opposite side of that, you're going to have to tackle that. Because... You don't feel like that? Like, okay, so like say back in the day when we were younger and you used to see all the boys hanging out in the... Are you... No. You're you're looking at me like, what do you mean? Wh- yes. Oh, I'm trying to make sure that I'm not the only one because I know. What? Listen. Are you fucking? Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. No, wait, wait. Because this is how you know. Because basically what you're talking about is social anxiety. But yeah. especially around men. But, but close your eyes and imagine this. If you're listening, close your eyes <laughs> and imagine this. Especially if you're a woman. Imagine walking down the street, right? It's probably the middle of the day. It's probably about the red o'clock or so. You're just walking down the street, whatever, and you just so happen to look up and coming your way on the same side of the street mm-hmm. is three guys. Oh my god. It's it, you, all the you, way down. You you, <laughs> you gotta like you, you feel, feel like you gotta walk kicking in. And then you feel like you gotta walk a certain way because I know I'm like I'm about to trip any minute. Any minute I'm no. about to trip. I feel like that I after I walk past. I got something in my face. <laughs> they about to tear me apart. One of them might try to talk to me. And then I, what if I don't like them? And then I got to, you know, I got to try to be nice to them. Because I don't see when people, like if somebody I don't like tries to talk to me, I don't be, like I don't just hurry up and push them off. Because mm-hmm. I feel bad. You know, like, so I'll, I'll like, um. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like talk to them, but I don't. But I'm, no, I won't talk to them. But I might give my number out, but I'll never answer the phone. 
You know, like I might do something like that. You can't be held hostage in your own phone. Actually. I know it's bad, and I need to stop being like that. But this is just how I always been. But anyway, back to the social anxiety part of it. Um, yeah, I remember being younger, and I used to see boys like <laughs> standing on the corner or whatever. This is the weird part. This is the weird part. Because uh-huh. I live near, you know where I lived at in Jersey. Yeah. I used to live on the corner. So if they used to be on the corner, I would kind of want to be seen. Mm-hmm. But I would just sit on my porch. Because mm-hmm. they couldn't really see me if, unless they were looking. Okay. But I would never go and walk past them. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, if, and if, if my mom, say if I was in the car with my mom, and it was boys standing out in the store, and she told me to get out the car and go get something, I felt like I was going to die. You're about to die. I'm like, I'm getting ready to die. And you are trying to send me to my death. The moment I close this fucking door, I'm dying. It's over. It's over. And you're really going to send me in here with these wolves? No, wait. Let me tell you about Diana. Let me tell you about Diana. One time, we had went to the store... And I remember what happened. First of all, I even as a grown woman, I felt some type of way telling this story. I, I gotta I gotta remember to talk to her about this. <sighs> there was some there was like some boys like my age or whatever. And we went to this plaza. Mm-hmm. They were kinda like, you know, just like lingering around the plaza or whatever. And so my mom was arguing with me in the car about something that took place in the store. I probably had like an attitude or whatever because I always had a fucking attitude like a young John. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, like, okay, okay. I didn't even see it coming. She smacked the <laughs> shit out of me. In front of the boys? How could you do something? In front of the boys? Yes! <laughs> How could you do something like that? How could you do something like that? Oh, as she knew what she was doing, she knew. Oh, she knew. As a grown woman, for her, she knew what the hell she was doing. Mm -hmm. She wanted to show everybody who the fuck was. Lucky we had phones back then, because you would have been, you would have went viral. (laughs) But as like an adult, it's like you know you just contributed to my social anxiety, right? Yeah. Because now I'm fucking nervous all the time. No, but on a on a serious note, I I know how that feels like. I don't know. I know I kind of talked about being around my family like last episode, but even when it comes to events with my family, mm-hmm. if I go like to my aunt's house, my uncle's house, or my cousin's, and it's like a major event, I know everybody's going to be there. These people I know my whole life, mm-hmm. right? Like no violations, nothing like that. Just people I know my whole life. I have like this weird thing that my body goes through. I get high, I get nervous, my heart starts beating real fast. These are people that I know, people I've lived with in certain times in my life. Like, I know these people, but it's something about being around a crowd, even a crowd I'm familiar with, mm-hmm. that, I, you know, just kind of, you know, brings me out of, you know, my my rational mind. And I, I literally sometimes find myself sitting in the car, like, just like, okay. Trying to calm yourself this, down, this talk people, to yourself, this yourself this is regular. This is just a Thanksgiving event. Y'all here for Easter. Everybody here loves you. It's not nothing like that. So, I, I mean, I understand it's a real thing. So, regardless of whatever, you have to tackle that. Like, are you doing anything to, to like, you know, get to the root of that? Or um, No. Well, it's a good thing you know what it is. Though. I know. I know it's yeah. a problem because I know. Like, I, I think I'm just. Cause I wasn't even gonna go. Cause I was like, I know I don't. I'm not gonna know anybody here. And I told her that I'm like, I don't. I'm not gonna know anybody 
at this party but her and she's the hostess i'm talking about kamana's wine party okay. like she's the hostess she has to mingle with everybody she can't sit there with me the whole time babysit you know right. so i'm just like um i gotta figure out something to do like i need to interact with somebody so they were passing out little joints or whatever and actual joints rolled up yes pre-rolls like a oh this was fun they y'all Damn, I'm next fucking party. I'm going. You I'm not yes. even a smoker, but this shit sounds she like didn't they. Care who, who came? She did not like anybody who came. Was, was you know fine. how people pass out shooters at holiday yes. parties? So they was just passing out pre rolls. Yeah, that's cute as fuck. And wine. <laughs> they, then they was this Look one Kawana. guy. Hey, so Kawana. after, so after, so I'm up here just drink. Like after a while, I'm like, you know what, fucking, I'm about to just get drunk. And I when I when I drink, I relax. Okay. So I'm just like, um, oh God, <laughs> my mom texted me. So, um, when I drink, I'm more relaxed and I'm more open to having a conversation with somebody I don't know. So these guys were up there cracking jokes. Like I'm just up here cracking up cause they just got joke after joke after joke. So I feel a little bit more loosened up afterwards, right. but you know what else the worst part is when what? you, when you're in a crowd of people, you don't know. What? Walking through when it's time to leave, you gotta say bye to everybody. Nah, <laughs> no, no. Wait, did, wait, hold up, wait. We are not gonna bypass. Did you smoke? I did a little <laughs> bit, and I did. I never know what I'm doing because I'm not a weed smoker. I'm a drinker. Uh huh. So I smoked a little bit, but I'm sitting up here like, listen. I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm doing it right. I don't know. You know? Can you tell oh me God, what I'm doing wrong? So the girl, some girl I don't know is up here. They laughing at me because they, they're like, you don't smoke? No, I don't. Right. I drink. That's my thing. Do you, you know? know? Oh, so you don't even know what type of weed it was. I have no idea. Oh my God. It could have been anything. And I need to stop doing that too. But I was around, I was around my family. No, yeah, that's, that's so for sure. So it's different. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Wow. It was just crazy. <laughs> it was crazy, but. So, going, was... I mean, like, going forward, though, so, because I know that you and I, like, kind of off this, like, we talked about, we kind of briefly talked about, you know, the future, what, you know, what we want to do, especially just that time of year, everybody kind of puts together their resolutions, what they want to do, what they don't want to do, and, and things of that nature, and you talked about doing things that you don't normally do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's going to really require you stepping out of your comfort zone and having to, like, you know, deal with your social anxiety face forward because, you're. I mean, you're going to do everything. I'm going to make sure you do everything that you want to do. I think once I get out more, I, like, that is one of my goals to start traveling. I think once I get out more, um, I had... I I've recent well not recently but I had lost a lot of weight. I've always been self conscious about my weight, all the like the whole time, and I'm just now kind of getting more confident in my self image and stuff like that. So right. I think once I become really confident with my body, because I'm still not all the way there yet, but once I get there, I think I'll be more a little bit more outgoing with people, mm-hmm. or willing to have a conversation with people, or willing to just be like put myself out there. 
Because right. right now, I'm just, I just don't feel that way. But in the meantime, you still showing up and going to be on the scene. That's that's the may, first step. May me not being, just be talking me to nobody, coming but there. you going to be there. Me being there. <laughs> right. I'm not going to talk to nobody until I get some drinks to me, but <laughs> I, at least I'm here. That's the first step because the old me wouldn't even fucking show up. Right. So, that's it. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So, then that's a good thing. Like, you know, like dealing with that, that social thing, like leaving that here like not letting anything hold you back or hold us back like just as a collective period from moving forward to what we want for ourselves to grow spiritually emotionally socially because that type of thing that's like a fear you know how people kind of say there's nothing well I, I don't know the person that said it i know it was you know somebody in history that said it but there's nothing to fear but fear itself that shit is like super real. And it almost sounds like a, a cliche almost. Like, of course it's real, but no. Fear is paralyzing as fuck. It is. And there's it's a lot of people who have accomplished a lot on a on a social level, like, okay, they have a home, they have a decent job, but they don't even live their dreams mm-hmm. because they're afraid. I, I know a person and I and I won't say who because that that is personal, but I know a person who's an artist who is an amazing artist, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, as far as a writer, they're a poet. Won't even perform, won't even put their stuff out on social media. Because even if you don't want to, um, you know, be a spoken word artist or do anything like that, mm-hmm. you can create a blog, you can re- create some type of platform for yourself. They're just so afraid of what people think about them, think I'm about the same their way. art. Yeah. Gotta fucking break out of that shit. It, it's yeah. a, but it's a real ass fear. Mm-hmm. It's real because that whole like, what are they thinking about me? What are they saying? Are they going to fuck with it? Are they going to not? Like, when I wrote my book, I felt the same thing, too. Like, I felt like, will I even be received? Because I'm not really a social person. Mm-hmm. I'm not somebody that's on the scene. I don't show up at parties. Um, I didn't do that shit when I was younger. I don't do that shit now. Like, I'm not really out there. Like, are people really going to fuck with me? I got a whole lot of support from people that I know that I didn't even know saw me. Right. From people that I don't know. And all that really taught me was, so the fuck what? Like, get out your head. Mm -hmm. Get out of your head because, like, we're, I'll I'll speak for myself. I'm my only problem. I'm my only problem. And if I'm not achieving anything and if I'm not getting anything, it's because I'm not working towards it and I'm not speaking up for it. Right. I'm not, you know, making myself clear. I'm not, you know, letting my periods be my periods. I'm just kind of leaving it as a comma. This is what I want, but if we cut, no, 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 no. This is what I want, and this is what I need to see happen by this time. Right. And not like a, a being a bitch, but just being assertive with myself. Because yeah. my dreams deserve to blossom into something just like everybody else's. They, re- they deserve recognition. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that's. That's real. That social anxiety shit is is very real. But that's something that we're going to fight, you know, individually and together mm-hmm. to keep in this fucking year. Yeah. And because, you know, these next couple of days and then going forward, it's just about, like, you know, living and going after everything we want until, Because life know. is so short. And, mm-hmm. and I just want to make sure, like, like, that's one of my New Year's resolutions. Is to just live. I want to live. I'm not right now. This whole time, for well, for a long time, 
I want I don't want to I don't want to say my whole life, but for a long time I have not lived. I have not lived. I've been in the shell. I've been worried about what people think. Right. Worried about this. Worried about that. I want to live. I want to go. I want to travel. Even if I got to take my kids with me. I want to experience things that I've never experienced before. Right. Right. That's living. I don't want to just... And my whole life is... Right now is work, kids. Work, kids. There's barely any time for myself. You know, I'm just constantly working, trying to make sure they're good. And I want to live. Like mm-hmm. I said, even if... I have to take them with me. My oldest daughter is old enough to watch the younger ones while mm-hmm. I go out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, I just, I need And time. she's old enough to take bomb-ass pictures. Right. But, exactly. <laughs> so that might be okay. Because exactly, now that I got this, you know, little body or and whatever. She, she know how to hit them angles. Right. Because right. it's so her generation. Can, yes. And even, <laughs> even yesterday, like, when I was leaving, she was like, oh, mommy, you look so pretty. And I was like, oh, thank you, Lonnie. Like, you know, I want her to see me. I want her to not go through these types of problems that I went through. I want her to live. And I always talk talk to her about, you know, don't be having kids or don't get caught up. You focus on yourself. You live your life while you can. You live it. You travel. You do whatever you want to do. You can do whatever you want to do as long as you put your mind to it and you'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, she always talks about going to Hawaii. That's one of her biggest things. That's one of her biggest dreams. I'm like, you can do it. Yeah. You know, and you will do it. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I I want you to just put yourself out there. But I feel like she's, she's, I, I don't know how to really describe it. She's social, but she's not. Like, she won't, inter- she's kind of like me. Like, she Maybe won't really, she, inter- she kind of, she won't really act with people, I can't even talk. She won't really interact with people that she doesn't know. But when she gets around her friends, she's loud, she's laughing, she's telling jokes, she's listening, you know. Yeah, she's definitely like you, for yeah. sure. But, um, I don't, I don't see her having that problem. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Because like she, so. she has, um. And I'm I'm gonna say this right because I mean well first of all you know me you know mm-hmm. I'm not Alani has a confidence that praise God she has but it's not like a she has a confidence like if there is any type of uns unsurety it's or if if that's even a word mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's natural because there's not a person alive even even Beyonce mm-hmm. it has it may you know may have some type of insecurity. But I think that on a, you know, just like the on a major scale, she knows who she is. She knows what she wants. I don't really see that being her problem. I don't, I mean, I don't see her having problems at all, but I don't yeah. see her having a problem to where it's like, I'm not going to live. Yeah. And because of who you are and the example and the bar that you set, and we don't have to even go there, but the mm-hmm. bar that you set, like, for yourself, like, she's witnessed so much as far as, like, a woman, the strength of a woman, like, the resilience, the perseverance, like, the, she's constantly seeing you, like, go from level to level. Right. So, she has examples in home and then all around her mm-hmm. on how to, like, get get to it and hold it down. Right. You know, so I don't, I don't see that being something that she would struggle with. Um, but the beautiful thing is, you know, they say you believe in like generational curses. Yeah. So they say that we deal with the things that our parents either didn't want to acknowledge or couldn't overcome. Mm-hmm. So 
you are in the process of breaking something else. Right. Because maybe, I don't know if you and your mom talk like that, but there may be some things that your mom was like insecure about on a, on a social level or had these things that she maybe didn't face and then you had to face. Mm-hmm. So you're battling her shit on top of your shit. And but but you're breaking yours. That's just like like with my like I know with my mom, this is has to do with working. My mom worked all her life, you know. Now we're in a in an era where people are trying to be their own boss, you know, like they're mm-hmm. trying to do their own thing, make their own money, which is great, you know. But I wasn't raised that way. I was raised okay, Ashley. You need to go out and get a job. We come from corporate that era. job. You need to get a corporate job, right? So, so, so my <clears throat> my thing was when I went into high school. You notice know I went. I picked hair. I picked right. cosmetology as my elective. And she was like, "You can't get no job doing hair. You can't. That's not gonna. That's not gonna sustain you through life. Mm-hmm. You need to be in a corporate job." Mm-hmm. That's what she always told me. On Instagram, I see hairstylists. Making six figures. Who are I see hairstylists changing lives. Doing what, yes, I see hairstylists doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Right, they're living. Right, and I'm like, if I would have not, and I respect her because that's what she. They didn't have all this back back then when she right. was growing up. But if I would have followed my own mind right. and really pushed my hair thing and just did hair, I could have been that. You know, like Yo. I could have been. I could have been. I could have been making six figures. I could have had my own salon. I could have had my own hair products. But I listened to her because she's older than me. She's my mother. And that's your mom. She right. Know, she knows. She obviously knows something. Maybe maybe I, I, I might be wrong by choosing cosmetology as, as my or my career. Yeah, as my career path. Even fucking, you need to go to college. You need to go to college and get a degree to get paid. Again, you don't need to do that. Right. You that's don't fast. need to do that. When you go to college... I went to college. I have a degree. I'm in debt. Mm-hmm. Student loans. You know what I'm saying? You're putting yourself in you're putting yourself in unnecessary debt when you don't need to. Especially if you have some type of talent. Mm-hmm. You know, you can hone that talent and generate your own income and be financially right. independent. You know what? I want to let me let me I'm I'm going to um I want to say something, but I really quickly and it, it kind of coincides with what I'm about to say. I want to just give a real quick shout out to my little cousin Kaya, who is in Jamaica right now for the third time oh this God. year, <laughs> living her motherfucking life. Yes, Kaya. I, I gotta shout her out because when you talked about like um like living and stuff, it made me think of her. And then when you talked about that, like fears being projected on you, mm-hmm. that made me think about a conversation um, that she and I had. So I just want to say, live it up, Kaya. Have a great yes, time. Have a great time. And you, you know, look beautiful. I saw you, your picture. You do look beautiful. Enjoy that sun. Hair Enjoy is the laid. Water. Hair is laid. Girl, you just I sh- oh, God, I just I just want to I want to be like you. But <laughs> um, so with you know, so shout out to Kaya. But w- her and I had a conversation about that very same thing. When the elders in your life love you truly and honestly do love you wholeheartedly however because maybe they didn't shoot after their dreams Mm -hmm. because people did the same thing to them or in their own personal fear Mm -hmm. right kept them bond you know kept them bound 
They feel like it's not going to work. Right. So then it's like, oh, no, don't do that. Don't even. But, oh, God, because that's, you know what? And I want to say, if you were 80s, baby, you know what I'm talking about. But, no, it's a lot of people that, you know, was out there shooting for the stars. But a lot of us who had parents that were, you know, born in like the, the 60s or whatever and grew up in the 70s, was out here living a life in the 80s, settling down in the 90s, then they know what I'm talking about. Your parents really encouraged um, you to be talented, but told you settle on a on a career settle mm -hmm. on a corporate do that settle on, on the something side. that That's was, what I was told. quote unquote realistic right. yes mm -hmm. and then do that but no and then that fucks you over mm -hmm. because then you had people like you got the ditties and then you got the nipsies who the lived their piece. dream they did what they you, wanted to exactly do. you yeah. have like the masterpiece who like against all fucking eyes and and not even diddy because i don't really know his story story but from what i can tell like he kind of had it horror but he really didn't but either way he had drive he had ambition and ambition excuse me and most <laughs> of all <laughs> and most of all um hey pino he had um a vision and he was going after it regardless of whatever but it you it doesn't fucking help when you have people that don't really support you in cultivating your dreams mm -hmm. because then that's difficult because I could believe in myself all day and I'm a I'm gonna just shoot my shot I'm a you know go after every single thing I want I'm gonna set these goals I'm gonna knock them down period mm -hmm. but it's nothing like having a support system that's right there cheering you on when you fall they tell you that you know it's okay keep going right you know you know rome wasn't built in one day just like little stuff like that when you gotta prep talk yourself or when you don't have anybody that's helping you believe in your dreams it's difficult yeah it's really and, difficult and it, takes a, it takes a lot for you to truly and honestly believe in yourself to know that you can do this because you really and this goes for anybody. Like, you can do, you literally can do whatever you put your mind to. You really can. Yeah. As long as you're willing to put that work in. And this is something I even struggle with. As long as you're willing to put the work in, you will succeed. Mm -hmm. There's no other, there's no, other, there's nothing else you can do but succeed. Once you already, once you've done all your research, you've done what you needed to do to get whatever you want to do up and running. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing that you can't do. That won't allow you to succeed but yourself. Right. So that's what another thing that I'm trying to bring in. Because I'm, I'm scared. Like, I'm scared to do my own thing. There's a lot of things that I want to do, but I'm scared. What I don't do you know if people. Do, I told you I wanted to get into real estate. I want to do more art, you know, and that, not even just to push it as selling it, but I just, I love art. Well, I you love know, art. First of all, the, the art thing with you, like, that's like, that's like a no, like, that's like a no effort, no brainer. Because you've been, let me tell you something real quick about Ashley. I was, that's so funny you brought that up because I, I thought about this today. Because, um, you see that, that vase over there? Oh, I'm talking about something that's on my dining room table. That vase over there, right? Mm hmm I, I saw like the, um, the flowers and I was like, shit, I was wanting to call you because i was thinking about like what should i put in that vase but i'm gonna end up getting a new vase mm -hmm. because of what you did let me tell y'all about ashley 
if you don't already follow her, please go follow her at Peaky25, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On Instagram. She has an art page too because she is an interior designer, but she's a an artist. Like she actually draws freehand and stuff like that. So way, way back in the day, Ashley drew a, a picture of, she used to draw on her wall a lot when we were children. Yeah. She she had a lot of um you know murals mm-hmm. that that's what they call them right mm-hmm. murals I about to say a mural mm-hmm. murals <laughs> yeah <laughs> on her wall and she had one of Aaliyah and it was so beautiful and it inspired me so much to draw one too <laughs> <laughs> on my wall I was but a it was huge Aaliyah so, fan, y'all. it was so beautiful but but and it was freehand and I'm sure you were looking at a picture while you did it but we were children when we was like 15 years old yeah, yeah. We were, and it was like it was like it was so beautiful Did like she and she does shit I think it was 2001 okay. I really yeah I think it was right. she does like stuff like that all the time like she has canvases she's done um I know you don't want to call it this but I'm gonna call it like this she did a series she did like three three portraits. They're like of women dancing, um, and it, it's so beautiful. It's like on three different canvases. Um, you should really. I, I mean, I feel like push that shit. I want to push that, and shit. I want to get better at doing that. I, I I want to get better at doing that. It's just a lot of things. So it's that it's interior painting. I'm trying to get that started. Real estate. Um, just whatever, this any, the time. anything, you anything need that's multiple streams and, of and real estate, real estate. Real. I have heard many, so many times that that's the way to go. You want to be a millionaire? Real estate is the way to go. That's that's just what I hear. And if you put your mind to it, if you work hard, you can do it. I've taken courses on it. It's just me getting out there. That's the problem. Me getting out. And there. And you have to tackle that social shit. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's cause, because you have to you have to network with people. You have to interact with people. Not, and that's my thing. Not only do I feel like you will blow that shit out the water with real estate, because you first of all you're in the industry. You know mortgage, and then you know business. Mm-hmm. So you know the industry. You're an artist, so you can help people when you go into a place. You can help them visualize what they want to see in that area Mm -hmm. on top of the fact that you're an artist Mm -hmm. right but that social shit yeah you're gonna have to kill it you have to shoot that shit right between the eyes yeah (laughs) that's it that's it but other than that like i mean you gonna kill it in a game you will. I, I know so. that you will. I hope so. I and hope you're so. in on top of that, y'all. She's fine as fuck. Crystal so people are going to. No, don't even act like I'm fake gassing you, Ashley, because you know that <laughs> you are. Cut it out. I'm all she, right. You come on the scene, and especially, girl, yes, especially like if it's like a, a, a single guy, or especially if it's like a single old man. He gonna think you you trying to like run some type of I don't of need no more older men in my life. No, no, you don't need him in your life. You just need him to sign on the fucking dotted line, and that's it. <laughs> right. That's it. Listen, we at the closing table. Sign this shit. Now you deal with the mortgage company. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Right. That's it. You'll kill that shit. That's good. So, so that's something that you definitely that you definitely gotta work on because you got you got so much beautiful shit. I feel like twenty twenty. You got 2020 vision and you need the 20 money vision too. 2020 vision. I was 20 just money vision. I don't want to say no cliche shit, but I know, that's right. how you know we fucking friends. Yes. Because <laughs> you just said everything my mind said. No, but that that's for real though. 
2020 for for you for myself and if you are still rocking with us at this point and if you know everybody and you know everybody listening everybody in this world has some type of talent that they're good at they right. have something about them that makes them unique there's not a soul there's not a soul from, without uniqueness and it's just something that you have to find you gotta tap into soul. it that's you right you sit there and you think and you meditate what am i good at what what is it something what is something that i'm passionate about that maybe i don't and know pray. how to do yeah research it and is the, the world all this information <clears throat> is literally at your fingertips all you have to do is raise your damn hand. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she is. Her neighbors I, I are acting up again. Her I fucking act, her hate them already. But um, all you have to do is tap into yourself and and put the initiative forward. And we're all gonna do this together, y'all. We all gonna do this, <laughs> and and we're all gonna come out on top one day. I'm trying You're to so tell fine. you. I'm trying to be nice and motivational. No. <laughs> you know, like no, oh, that's what's up. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel even if you didn't start. Laying the foundation for your dream right now, it doesn't fucking matter. I, I really feel like it's something about this new decade that's going to wake us the fuck up as a people. Like, I have to get uh, I have to get out of my feels about mm-hmm. shit. I got to get out of my mind about shit. And that's something that y'all can do. Like, we can all talk about, like, you can, like, you will plug it at the end, but you can DM us, you can email us, like, what are some of y'all goals? Like, what are some things that you're trying to overcome to achieve your dreams? Like, how can we help, how can we all help each other right. get to where we want to be so we no, all can real. be successful? And this is something serious. And we usually, we joke, we play all day on this podcast, but this is serious. This is a new year coming up. Things got to change. You know, like, Shit like our change. lives got to change. No more living paycheck to paycheck. No more worrying about how you going to pay this bill. No more sitting up there stressing about um, I can't afford to buy this. I can't afford to get my kids this, or I can't afford this, or I I want this, right. but I can't. No more of that. We have to figure out a way to overcome this fucking right. cycle that we're in with thinking that oh you have to have a job to succeed. You don't. You have to have a college degree to succeed. You don't. Right. You don't. All you need is you. That's it. That's it. All you need is you to show the fuck up. And then even on another side to that, we have to overcome our mental roadblocks. Mm-hmm. So even that's, with that's like the, biggest part. the, you know, I, I mean, you, you, you guys can hit us up with, you know, whatever it is like you're thinking and you're feeling, you know, if you choose to that, that's super well. And then absolutely, of course, we keep you anonymous. But even if it comes down to like, I know what I want to do, but I know that I have this issue that I need to overcome first. I know therapists. I know motivational speakers. I personally know a life coach, a certified life coach who has amazing testimonials. Like, because for real, for real, you can go out here and tackle anything. But if you don't tackle what's going on inside of you, what would it matter? It's billionaires that kill themselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who have every mm -hmm. damn thing, but can't get past what they got going on inside of them. So, you know, it's not just, you know, we don't no longer want to live in lack without, you know, living our dreams. I don't want to go to bed and wake up with this feeling sitting on me that I feel like I can't shake or get rid of because that's just as real. 
that's really just as real. Mm -hmm. But um, so with with that being said, um, I always say that I love that. Right. I feel like that's such an adult fucking phrase. With, with that, that being, being said, said, I always say you know so. I get people together with that being said. Yeah. I be getting folks to fuck together, mm -hmm. especially if said. it's heated. So with that being said, right, the fuck is up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um no. So I saw two things. And I went to clear up something. No. No, I'm not. I'm not clearing up shit. I said what the fuck I said. But I want to touch on something that I said last episode. So last episode, we talked about, well, a very well, a little snippet of it. We talked about the show The Real. Mhm. Mm we went in a little bit on Lonnie Love, and I specifically talked about how I felt some type of way um, about how she came for Shan Boudram mm -hmm. and, and all of that whole, because Shan is a, um, a relationship specialist, a sex specialist, and things of that nature, and how she, you know, goes on people with their dates and gives them advice, and it goes as far as... You know, going with them and holding up cue cards, doing little funny shit. And how Lonnie had made a, a comment, oh, white people. She just, it was like she came out the girl without knowing shit about her. Right. So, I didn't see the actual episode, but I did see online that Shan was on the show. And she, you know, from the, the clip that I saw, she touched on, you know, how she always wanted to be on a reel. But she didn't know it would be under those circumstances. However, you could tell that her and Lonnie were in a good place. And Lonnie actually opened it up with saying that, you know, after the heated discussion, she reached out to Shan and invited her onto the show. So I didn't really see anything past the clip that I saw. It was like a couple minutes. Um, but I could tell that the, the vibe on the panel amongst everybody was good. Mm -hmm. I could tell that it wasn't like a, it didn't seem forced. And I did talk about how... The real seem pretentious. I still feel that way. Mm -hmm. I don't really feel like it's a real sisterhood amongst them. I feel like they're co-workers. Right. And, and, that's, and that's just what it is. Right. But I respect the fact that regardless of what her actual feelings about mm -hmm. Shan were, and even what they still are, that she did reach out to her. I don't know what, if there was a conversation. I really don't know. So y'all check in because I'm, I'm going to watch it later on. But I like the fact that I saw Shan on there. I like the fact that it looked positive between her and Lonnie. And I more so loved that Lonnie said that she reached out to Shan and she invited her on. Because that's one thing. And, and I'll say this just being a person. I'm not so much about her. But, but yes, about what she did or, or her, whatever. When you a real ass individual, you can correct yourself. Mm -hmm. That's just it. It's a lot of people I don't even fucking like. And I don't want nothing to do with. But I respect how they go about situations because they move with a certain type of integrity. I don't have to agree with you. I don't even have to like you. Mm -hmm. Right? But if you handle things correctly in a certain manner, I can absolutely respect you. Right. And I'm going to respect you, period. Because I just came from an era where I'm a, I'm just going to respect you off the strength that you a human being until you violate me. And right. then it's ballgame. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I did like that. Like, I, I liked that I saw that. 
Um, I liked that Diddy had a birthday party, which was odd to me because this is Sagittarius season and you're a Scorpio. Don't fucking come over here and try to play with the fire signs. Okay. <laughs> you stay over there with your water. With your water. <laughs> but he had a birthday party recently. It, it it looked like everybody on the damn planet showed up. Yeah. It was it was literally everybody that was there. Right. And one thing in particular, I shared it in my story. I saw that, you know, Kanye and Jay kind of, you know, embraced or whatever. And Diddy was in the background looking at Jay. But the look on his face was so proud. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he looked like I'm responsible for bringing this shit together. Right, right, like, right. like if don't nothing else happen for me in his lifetime. I done brought Jay-Z and Kanye. Jay and Kanye right. friends again. Right. And I, I don't know. I just thought that was, um, I don't, I don't know what is going to happen from here for Jay and Kanye. It has nothing to do with me and never will. Mm -hmm. But I do think that it was, it was nice to see that. Right. Because with women who beef with each other, like that one year when Cardi was pregnant and her and Nikki were, they were caught in that picture at the of Met talking. Gala? Oh, yeah. But not at and, the Met Gala. No, it, it was, was the Met Gala. It was? They were mm -hmm. talking there? Yeah, they were talking at the Met Gala. Cardi was pregnant. Okay. And her and Nikki were talking. And um, Cardi's face looked like she didn't give a shit what Nikki was saying, but she was trying to be friendly. Mm-hmm. And Nikki looked like she was, you know, I was somebody who you don't really fuck with come and try to explain something to you. But in your mind, you got it made up how, what you think and what you want to do. So mm -hmm. it was like, uh, okay, it looked like that. And then the very next year, shit was on site right. with them. I like the fact that with Kanye and Jay, in my personal opinion, it looked like it was genuine. Mm -hmm. It looked like it was like, you know what? We may not be friends and we'll probably never be, but I don't hate you enough to not show you love in this moment. Because at one time they were friends. And I think that once you're true, like when you have a true friendship with somebody, you love somebody. Like even if they fuck you over or they do something wrong, mm -hmm. there's always going to be some type of level. If they were your real friend, mm -hmm. there's always going to be a level of respect right. for them. There's always, like I was even talking to the, talking to one of my friends about this, like, there's no love lost. They might not deal with this person um, on a daily basis or whatever. There's no love lost. If I see you, I'm going to hug you. I'm going to dap you up or whatever y'all do. But, you know, we just might not ever be how we were. And, and there's just a certain level of respect that we have for each other. I'll never bash you. I'll never, no, you know, way. never I'm do none of Yeah, right. I'll never do none of that. Right. But we probably, we might not ever be able to be at the level that we were. If we do, it's beautiful. You know, right. that's that's something that's great. But we'll always have that respect for each other. That's devastating, though. No. If we had a, if we had, like, if you were one of my best friends. Yeah. And we made... Amazing memories together in their particular situation. We made history together. Right, exactly. And then it's to a point where it's like, I'm never going to publicly disrespect you. And I love you, but it ain't going to be the same. I don't, what that even happened? But what even breaking. happened between them? I don't even remember. You know, the thing is, I mean, to be honest, I can't even remember. It sounded like a bunch of industry shit. Yeah. From what I recall, it just it was industry shit. But in my opinion, it's not nothing that should ever break up no friendship unless they didn't have a friendship. 
You right. know what I'm saying? But uh, they did. I, I just think that there was like a lot of hurt. And then they both were in the industry. And I think that also after a certain time, you just become so used to life as far as the public is concerned. Mm -hmm. So where it's like a violation is a violation because I don't know who I could trust. Right. But, you know, it just would... You know, speaking on Kanye and the Nalani thing, I think that it is it's beautiful when we can come to a point where we can meet up with people that we had a difference with, mm -hmm. especially a public difference. And we can either find it within ourselves to, like, apologize or, you know, kind of lay our, our white flag. Yeah. Like, I don't want no beef. Right. I don't want no beef because it's not that I don't want it with you, but I don't want no beef because I just don't want to do this. Like, we can move on. Like, we can move forward. We can make money. We can do whatever. Excuse me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I knocked over a glass. We could do whatever. Um, yeah, and I, I think that's good. And I and I think that is beautiful that it kind of almost happened around the end of the year. It's a, we're ending a decade. Right. So it's like I don't want to I don't want to move forward and not to sound corny but I want to move forward with no lingering beef even if it's not tulips and rose petals going forward it's no beef it's no bad it's blood. no nothing and this shit is genuine mm -hmm. or it's genuine to y'all and I and I thought that was I thought that was that was beautiful yeah I thought I that was beautiful. I, I love when people come together family friends after some type of disagreement and they can make amends and just like when him and when Jay-Z and Nas came was together oh my god I and I was there this because they you were you were in the building I, I went to the I went to the Jay-Z and friends um did he do that at the Jay-Z and friends why do I feel like I saw him why do I feel like I don't remember being invited to this me and Antoine went oh <laughs> It, me, me and Alani's dad, <laughs> I can say Antoine. Me and Alani's dad went. My oldest daughter's dad went to um, Jay Z and friends back when they had Philly Jam Five, and um, yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, that's that's basically what we did. And I I feel like on that stage they both came out together and like they dapped each other up. That's so beautiful. I love that. Like it almost brought tears to my eyes. But I just love when things come to an end and speaking right. of things coming to an end <laughs> i think it's about time that we have to Wrap end this podcast before we get cut off so on that note we want to shout out our instagram you can follow me at peaky 25 that's p-e-e-k-i-e 25 -E you can follow me at crystals are forever <laughs> Or you can follow our Instagram page yes, at what the underscore hell just happened. And yeah, just follow us. Catch us on SoundCloud. And thank you for listening. Y'all have a good night. Bye.